0: Do you have another little uh, recipe you want to give us?
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll do a super simple one for um, cool. for Christmas Christmas morning cocktails.
0: This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. Hello, I'm John, and along with me is my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. Angel has a cupcake business she does on an the side, and she has a full-time job that she does customer service. So she that's the cupcake part of marketing, media, media and cupcakes, and I have a Uh, television production company that we do this and podcasting and all kinds of fun media stuff. And uh, occasionally, you will find that Angel and I will enjoy a nice adult beverage. Mm, and as so often as possible. Yeah, so, uh, and, and occasionally, we like to organize things. So, the guest today <laughs> we have on our show is perfect for us. It's Christy Lingo, who's host of the Cocktails and Containers podcast.
1: Welcome back. Hi, guys. It's so nice to be back. Thanks for having me.
0: When I first found out about Christy through a mutual friend, that because we, we're here in the beautiful, wonderful city of Columbus, Ohio now, but... Uh, so we're not that. It's funny. We're we're actually do, doing our interview here via Skype, but she's not that far from us, which shows you how lazy I am today. But the <laughs> the whole the whole thing is. Then I found out Christy went to my high school. She graduated a few years after me, and then we found out we have a mutual connection with another one of our relatives who was yeah. Think, she was vocal my instructor.
1: singing teacher in college. Oh. She was my first singing teacher when I was in college at Wright State, and it's just the degrees of separation just keep getting smaller and smaller with us it's amazing your
0: friend sherry that's my that uh, my I, I call her my sister-in-law but she your is. sister-in-law and and we love her to death and
2: i'm texting her right now she's like la-
0: la- you know just a small world so anyway so Christy's a good friend of ours and part of the family now as we found out we're going to get into a lot of things that are going to change your life and change your business but first let's talk about drinking um christy <laughs> let's let's have another cocktail recipe
1: Excellent. Okay. So today I'm going to give you a super simple brunch cocktail, and this is going to be a twist on the classic mimosa. It's going to be a little more winter friendly and it's called a poinsettia, but essentially it's a cranberry mimosa and it's so simple. This is going to make, um, this is going to make two, I believe. I didn't put it on here. But it yeah, a little, is just a half make one ounce, big one. <laughs> yeah. Or or a lingo size one, as I say. There so we go. So it's a half ounce orange liqueur, which would be triple sec or cointreau, three ounces of cranberry juice, and three ounces of champagne or prosecco. And then if you'd like, you could put a couple of fresh or frozen cranberries in there. But literally, you just kind of pour the cranberry juice in the triple sec or um. Cointreau into the champagne flute and top it off with the champagne or Prosecco. It's so simple, but it's so pretty. It's really great on like a Christmas or a New Year's brunch buffet um, or, you know, just like a Saturday morning, you know, those kinds of things. But But I really like it. I'm not a huge fan of orange juice. I don't like the way that it coats your tongue. I love these cranberry mimosas or these poinsettias. I think they're so tasty and it's just sort of a a fun little twist. You could also do like a little sugar rim on it if you want. And my trick for um, rimming glasses that I love to give out is don't use water, which I did for years and I never knew that that was the wrong thing. You want to either use the alcohol. So just kind of like get a little bit of alcohol on your finger and run it around the rim and then dip it Mm -hmm. in. In this case, it would be sugar, but if you're doing a a margarita, you would do salt or use the fruit juice because there's less water in the alcohol and the juice and it'll make everything stick better.
2: Yes. That makes perfect sense.
0: Well, normally I would do this at the end of the show, but I know I've already got so many people interested. Uh, real quick, uh, Christy, there's another half of you we're going to get to, but give us real quick for people who are already like, who is this woman and I need to listen to this podcast. Give us a quick rundown of, of your podcast.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I host a podcast called Cocktails and Containers where I give home organizing tips for families along with a weekly cocktail recipe. And I have guests, that are either experts in fields that are about organizing and simplifying your life or often I will bring on people who have contacted me that said, hey, I'm really having this struggle. Can we kind of work it out? And it's sort of like a little bit of a coaching call on there and we'll kind of talk through some solutions for them. So if you find that you are struggling with any sort of aspect from time to toys in your home, you can find some sort of a solution on the podcast.
0: You come in and you organize people, whether it's a it's physical containers and, and organizing space or time, when you come in and meet people, how many times do you can tell they've already pre-organized because they don't want to look bad in front of you?
1: I actually ask people not to do that because I am much better at creating a solution for them if I can see the reality of their situation. Um, I know that a lot of people get very intimidated like coming to my house and then they're surprised at like how normal I am. Like my house is not like an Instagram feed. Like I remember a couple <laughs> years ago, we had a friend that came and watched our boys when we went down to Asheville, North Carolina for my 40th birthday. And she was like, my, my son had a little bit of a cough and she got into our medicine cabinet. And she was like, It made me feel so good about my life to see that like everything in your medicine cabinet wasn't in like perfectly labeled matching containers. And then it was, it was a little bit of a mess. And I was like, (laughs) to me, like organizing is I can put my hands on that cough medicine. Like when she texted me and she was like, Hey, we need the cough medicine. I was like, second shelf, third bin on the right. I knew exactly where it was. And that's what organizing is being able to retrieve something at a moment's notice and knowing exactly where it is and putting it back when you're done. The rest, if, if it's just like pretty and perfect, that's more cleaning and decorating. And that's kind yeah. of my my way that I look at it. So I really encourage people. I was like, don't be intimidated. And trust me, I have been in situations with other organizers where it was a hoarding situation and I was in a hazmat suit cleaning a <laughs> half inch of mouse feces off of the top of a dresser, so there mm-hmm. is literally nothing that you can show me in your house no, you. that I will think is gross. So, one hundred percent, do not be afraid of me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, wow. other other than hearing that story, though, it's very disturbing. And you know, Angel and I are kind of the same. We we both call ourselves Tuckers. We, we oh we, yeah, it, I'm a Tucker. It, you'll you'll see stuff that like the house looks like. There's I've had somebody I had a client in the other day, and they're like, "How do you keep this house so nice?" Well, it's like, and I wanted to say. Don't look in any of the drawers Don't because open we, a drawer. we've shoved everything into a drawer. Don't open a drawer. Because so. that's what
2: I always tell him. If he leaves something on the counter and he now can't find it, if there's a drawer below it, open the drawer. It's probably I think right there.
1: This gets to my number one rule, when, especially when I'm working with married couples, of organizing. And that is give an item home. And then rule number two is put it back in its home when it's done. And that will solve so many problems because rather than being a tucker, when you go to pick up, everything has a place to go. You put stuff back in its little place. Then, John, you'll know where to go find it. And you can't – if it's not there and you haven't put it there – then that's on you. That's not on yeah. Angel.
0: But, see, a common thing I do, and now we got to talk about your business here, but the common thing I do, because I don't remember anything, I've got a memory of an elephant. He doesn't remember. Or is that is an elephant have a long memory? I can't remember. Yeah. See, it it's doesn't not, work like that. See, so, yeah,
2: it's not an elephant, so but it's okay.
0: The keys, you know, you can't leave the house without the keys. So if there's an envelope that needs to be mailed, if there's something I need to take to the UPS store, it sits by the key thing, because you know if I have it anywhere else in the house, if I don't cross in front of it, and I don't see it and jogs that little synapse or whatever it is. Yes. So so a lot of times yeah. I'll go through and it's like, hey, where did that go? Oh, I saw that there and I moved it. Well, no, you can't do that. That's my but memory.
2: When it, when it sits there for days on end. Well, I'm
0: going to get to it. I just. And know, I
2: can't handle that. That's my problem. Like, that
0: can't sit there we're for gonna days.
2: Have, we're going to have a marriage hey, guys, counselor
0: I on our next ma- episode of show. I was going to say,
1: I'm not a marriage counselor. <laughs> I can only do so much with the organizing. <laughs>
0: We'll now, we'll now have five minutes for closing, com, uh, cl- closing statements here in the trial, but well, let's get, let's get back to you, Christy. So, you know, we're talking a lot about house and family and stuff, but let's talk about business and you're starting a new business and I'm actually starting a new business and I'm about to lose my mind because there's a lot to juggle. And so I want to hear from a person who can organize and, and think, think clearly, how do, how are you going about this and how can you help me help others?
1: Yeah. So I decided I started exploring things about a year and a half ago when I was getting several friends that were either coming to me or they were referring people to me because I had been a successful entrepreneur for about 10 years, and they were asking me questions Can I take you to lunch? Can I take you to coffee? And uh, the more I started to talk to people, the more I thought, I love to help people, I love to share, I have no problem with this. And I was like, I think I could make this even bigger than just coffee. I think I could help with classes. You know, as a solo entrepreneur, I have literally taken classes in how to start a YouTube channel, how to start a podcast, how to do Facebook ads, how to do all these sorts of things. And I get that sort of like throwing all the spaghetti at the wall kind of thing to see what would stick. And I've made a lot of mistakes. I've had a lot of successes. And just from a business aspect, I feel like I have a great knowledge. And then you couple that with the Sort of time management strategies that I've been teaching to families over the course of the last ten years, and I feel like it gives me a really great opportunity to share with business owners. You know, how do you prioritize? How do you come up with where to spend your time? Because you know, we we have families. You know, we both have business. All three of us have businesses and families, and you need to know. Where is going to be the the best bang for my buck? What is the best return on my time dollars that I'm going to put into this so that I'm not just spinning my wheel trying to gain Instagram followers when what I really Mm -hmm. should be doing is something over here? And the thing is, it's going to be different for every industry. It's going to be different for every person, for your personality. But being able to start to evaluate what's working, to put more time and energy into that and and sort of like... Be able to really focus your time and your energy into growing your business in the best possible way. What
0: do you say to to those who you know? And I think you've heard these stories too, where they say, "I just can't find the time," or "I just I tried this once and it failed." What What are some of the counsel you give uh, give, especially the moms out there who feel like I've got more to do than? And, and again I'm not putting down being a mom I've got more to do to just raise kids I still have a passion for something in my life I want to work I want to consult I want to do things
1: yeah and I think it comes back to what I was saying about priorities like is your priority growing your business and I think that it. what I usually do when, when people tell me that they don't have the time I have this time worksheet where I say for the next three days I want you to chart out for me what you're doing when and it's amazing that they can seem to find pockets of time when you look at it and you're like, "Oh, I wasted a half hour on social media at this point in time." Or I, you know, was was watching a television show. And the thing is is like there if you want to grow and build your business, you are going to have to make sacrifices. Because when I would come home from my other job at the time, it was before I had children, but I was trying to build my organizing business, I would sit at home and I would blog and I would create social media posts. And I understand that I didn't have kids at the time and so I was able to spend two or three hours a night sort of putting time and effort into this but you can make big strides by spending an hour a day by spending a half hour a day by doing little incremental things like finding a networking event for 10 minutes one day and then s- blocking out the time and going to that networking event um you know for an hour or two hours some other time that week or later on in the month. I think that we think that if we're going to work on our business, we have to sit down and spend a six or an eight-hour day, you know, churning out content and and writing stories or doing all these kinds of things. And really, in the end, if we spend a half hour in the morning when we wake up before the kids wake up and a half hour at night after they go to bed, we can really start. That's, you know, seven dedicated hours that you can put into your business a week that you're really not making that much of an adjustment to your schedule,
0: well, and and here's something else. And this this may seem like the the old fashioned American capitalist here talking, but you know our country used to be a hundred years ago. You, you had a lot of agriculture. You had a lot of people who had the family grocery store, and you lived above the store, and it was a family process. And we kind of got, we've gotten away with it in our mo- modern culture. You go to work, and it's a sterile environment. It's like we you, you work and home are two different things, and. You know, I've kind of adjusted because it used to be with my kids when they were younger. I'm like, I'm I'm not going to work when they're here. And I'm like at the point now where I'm like, I want them to see me working. I want them to see I have a work ethic. And we don't see that often. The kids don't get to see their parents at their job. and, And maybe that's good or bad in some cases. But... Um, I want my kids to see, hey, I'm working on this right now. Hey, do you want to see what I'm working on? And and understand that they're – and then he doesn't consume it. But, you know, I think it's important for our kids to see. It's more than just, like, take your kids to work one day a year on that special day. I think it's cool for them to see us working and our work ethic and teaching them things about what we're doing. So they realize that also those crazy games we buy you, we had to earn it. But then again, that's my old-fashioned old guy talking no, about
1: No, I – could not agree more. I love it. And to me, my kids have, uh, you know, so in the summers when they're home a little more often, there are definitely times when I need to be working on things within my business, whether it is accounting or, like I said, creating content or, you know, recording a podcast or something like that. But I'll explain it to them in, Mm -hmm. you know, mom needs time to work. But then the way that I sort of cushion it is... If you allow me this time to work, which is important, and like you said, this is how I'm able to put food on your plate and buy you birthday presents and take you on vacation. When I'm done, if you allow me the time and the space that I need to do the thing I need to do right now, I will take you to the park or I will go on a Pokemon Go walk or we'll watch a movie or we'll do something. I think that that's where that balance that I want to help teach people comes in is that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be, I am growing a business, so I have to ignore my kids or I can't grow my business because I have to spend all my time with my kids. There is a balance. And I, like you said, I love the idea that is, and especially as a woman entrepreneur, I love being able to be this example for my boys that I am building something now. Another something, a second something, from scratch, from nothing. I am, I am bootstrapping it up, learning the skills that I need to learn, getting myself out there in the world, and I want that to be an example of, you know, if you have an idea, you can potentially make your own way in the world with it, regardless of if somebody out there will hire you to do it. You can figure out a way to do it. So I, I, I couldn't agree more with what you said. I think that it is really great for your kids to see your work and. What you're doing, and you know, have it be an inspiration for them to know that if there's something that they're passionate about, that they can do it one day.
0: I I remember that the one day, the short story where where, uh, I had done a documentary, and it was a a documentary we were going to have to sell. So it was kind of how we worked the production agreement out. So my kids were young. It was this was probably almost ten years ago. So we, I had these. DVDs mass produced, I think about 500 of them. And my kids were helping me stuff the DVDs with the labels and putting the DVDs in and my oldest at the time, who was maybe 12. And this was, I always remember this moment. She's like, dad, how much are these DVDs selling for? I said, $35 a piece. And she's like, how much did they cost? I said the actual physical cost of the DVDs is about $2. And then she, says so she's and she's a math wish. She starts like, so this is like, this is like $5,000, whatever it was of, of D, a product. And I'm like, yep. That's and it, the lights went off in her head, and she was like, "This is how you make money. You do." And and it was like, I'll always remember that 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 light went off, and suddenly she understood, you know, the something doing something for yourself and making the money, like mowing the yards or anything like that. That if I just work a little bit, I can make money, and it, I don't have to, you know, wait for it to find me. So, uh, yeah, I, that's really cool. So tell me more. I want you know, Christy, I, I'm blabbing here, and I I want to know more about what. Uh, what your vision is for this company and then how you see it, uh, helping people.
1: Well, one thing that I really noticed for myself in business, and again, as a mom that was running a business is I loved learning. And I, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, like I had no business experience. I majored in, in fine arts in college. I was an acting major, basically learned about starting a business by Googling, like, how do I write a business plan? How do I apply for a business license? Like literally was going on and on like that. And when I would want to learn something like how to edit a video for YouTube or how to edit a picture for Instagram, I would watch videos or I would take courses and I was spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on these online courses. But what I found was I could watch the course or I would Get into learning these things, but finding the time to actually apply the knowledge that I was learning to do these things was really, really hard because I was having, like, you know, learning it, but then finding the time to work on my business, like we were talking about earlier, was really hard. And so that is what I would love to do is give this sort of monthly classes for mom business owners to come in. Learn a skill that is applicable to their business, but not just learn the skill like overall, like this is how you build an Instagram following from, you know, editing the pictures all the way through. Just the one little thing like this is how you would uh, create a content calendar, an easy content calendar for your business. And then by the end, they would apply their own business their own topics their own individual customer that they would be appealing to to this content calendar and at the end of that hour they would not only know why they would need a content calendar but they would have a content calendar that they could use for the next month to grow and move their business forward. And so that is you know just one of the aspects that I really like to do. It's not just the knowledge of what you need to do for your business, but the actual application of the skills that you need to grow your business because time is so precious. And like I said, when you're a mom, those time dollars that you spend on your business need to be the most bang for the buck. So if you're going to invest an hour, I want to give you something that's going to move your business forward in that hour. And along with that, coach you, make you accountable, give you a community that will help to support you and grow you and give you ideas, all of those sorts of things. Because mom communities can be incredibly supportive. I don't know Mm -hmm. that I would have been as successful as a mom without the local Clintonville mom community that I have become part of. And I find that you know, with the professional organizing industry that I was in, I had a great community there. And I find that when you're a business owner, finding your, your tribe, finding your community can be so helpful and uplifting, especially when you have those moments of like, why am I doing this?
0: I, I always said at times, it's good to be a control freak, especially with your own business, because you need to have control over your products and so forth. But the problem I run into uh, is that I don't really trust anyone to do some of the work that I do because it's you're an artist you get this it's this is my thing it's my style it's my signature on this uh but there is a time when we've got to bring in people or help because there's a ceiling that you're going to hit with making your business grow do you run into a lot with with what was the term you used for Mom the tribe the- mom tribe uh, is that a, is that an issue where you know you want to get it you want to do your thing your way and and there's there is a limit to how much you can do you can't mass produce a million you know paintings or whatever it is you're doing from your house there's a time you've got to get some help
1: well and i think that it's i think that when you know that you're ready to take your business to the next level is when you acknowledge that there are people out there that are better than you at something I know for a fact that I am not the best at everything in my business, that there are definitely people out there. And as my business continues to grow, I will look to bring those people in that will be you know, a better video editor or a better podcaster. And that's the thing is that acknowledging that there are experts that are out there that are so much better than you that can take your business to the next level is It's a it's a growth point for moms. So whether that person is a coach like me that isn't necessarily going to take control of your business, but is just going to sort of push you to figure out what your and I love this term zone of genius is. So for me, you know, creating creating sort of classes and teaching people is really a zone of genius for me. But marketing is is not a great area for me. I could definitely let go of like editing a podcast or editing a video. We should talk
0: since that's what our new
1: thing is. I know, right? Finding the right person that would sort of work cohesively with you. And I think that that's a really important thing is another skill that you need to know as a business owner, if you're looking to expand, is knowing how to find the right people. And that's, uh, you know, there are people out there that will teach you to do that. But I think that, you know, if somebody says, oh, I'm going to hire a VA and it doesn't work out. And that, again, is where somebody like a coach can come in and say, what are you really great at? What are your strengths at? What What do you see yourself focusing on? And what can you f- hire somebody to take off your plate? Okay, now that we know what you're going to take off your plate, let's find somebody that specializes in that thing. Because trust me, you are not the expert in everything. You cannot be the expert in everything. But when you start offloading those things, then you will just see your business start to flourish.
0: Christy, you've got just so much great information here. I am just so thrilled you could be with us today.
2: Yeah, I think I'm, I'm excited. And I, I, you were talking about how you have to find the right people. How can people find you? What's the best sure. way for them to find you?
1: Yeah. So my website is business savvy mama. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at business savvy mama. And I just, you know, come check me out there. I do have a little freebie that I'm giving away to people. Go to DS. E dot business savvy mama.com and D S E stands for do something every day. And I have it broken down into three time segments where it's a 10 minute, a 30 minute and an hour of something that you can do every day to help to move your business forward. And that's just something that I want to give out to people to say, Hey, listen, if you don't know where to start, start here.
0: Representing the four one nine and the Elida bulldogs, (laughs) Christy Lingo. I am so glad to have you on the show we uh, we can't wait to get you back on and and, and share as this builds because this is great. You know, our our show is really, you know, marketing media and cupcakes is about encouraging small businesses. I, Angel and I both lived uh, lives working for other people, the good people, but we wanted to do something different and build something ourselves. And that's our, our big thing we want to do on our podcast. And actually as we move into 2020 uh, we've decided we're going to talk about fear as a big part of the opening parts of our uh, season for 2020. Cause we, we really believe a lot of people live in fear and they got to, they just got to walk through that, that wall and, uh, and take, take what they believe is theirs and and we want to be there to encourage them. And and Christy, what you're doing is just fabulous and we're so glad to have you on the show today. It's awesome.
1: Thank you so much. And I gotta leave it. I love this with fear. My life motto is leap and your net will appear and it hasn't failed me yet.
0: Oh, well, then we're going to have to have you back on next, uh, oh, and then yeah. a couple more shows again. So, sure. and, uh, plus we need more cocktail recipes for, yes. you know, to get us through the winter. So it's all Woo-hoo! cool. So wherever you're at right now, we hope this has been an encouragement to you. If you want to find out more about what Angel and I do, com is our production company and then Angel's custom cupcakes is her, uh, if you're in the central Ohio area where you can get some tasty cupcakes, but, uh, we'd love to have your comments. Please subscribe to the podcast and whatever it is you're doing today, just please continue to live the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.